Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Eric, let's talk a little bit about investing by profession. Uh, kind of think, if you will, through some of the clients. Obviously, you've got people in all walks of life. Do you find that people with similar jobs tend to approach financial planning the same way as you know people in, in their peer group? Or do you kind of see kind of a wide smattering? So what I want to do is go through a couple of different types. We'll use them. We'll use kind of some professions, and then maybe break it down just a little bit to see how that might uh, you know relate to that particular industry. So for example, let's jump in and talk about teachers first. You know, and you can obviously feel free to share any experiences that you've gone through with this. But you know, t- teachers might you would think tend to be maybe a little bit risk averse, you know, given their career choice, right? Because they should have some stability. They should have probably if it's a if it's a state job, right? They probably have a pension, things of that nature. Right. They are they are ten, tend to be um, risk averse, and yeah, by profession, people tend to act very similarly because the profession is why they're so they're kind of similar because they went to that profession anyway. It's their mindset, right? Yeah, their mindset. Yeah. yeah. Even though they they really don't have to be as um, as conservative as they are in their investments because of the strength of those pensions that they have. I try to tell them, but mm-hmm. um, they are by nature a little bit more risk averse than others. Well, think other about professions. think teacher teachers, right? We we typically know we they get paid, you know, fairly low <laughs> compared to some of the stuff they have to deal with, and it doesn't seem like like there's the rewarding upside, but there doesn't seem like to be a lot of financial gain to being a teacher. I think many teachers would agree to that, right? There's not a lot right. of upside there, and so sometimes they tend to do the same thing, maybe financially speaking, where they're they're not being as prudent with their retirement strategies. Maybe they could be. Uh, because they're just they're just kind of used to playing it safe, I guess. Yeah, and that that's a great great way to to frame it. They are they are more of a safe road, and they get paid another way, right? The dividends of the you know helping the you know right. these yeah. young people flourish and the product of your work and seeing if they become successful, that kind of thing. And you know, some teachers are you know the teachers always say, hey. Or the arguments made: If I was in the private sector, I'd be paid a lot more. Right, right. Well, the other argument is that you're not looking at total compensation. So if you look at that pension that's provided to you, how much it costs the person in the private sector to also earn a wage and contribute yeah. to something that's going to provide them with that, then they're kind of on par. And it could so, be a great tool to obviously to maximize correctly uh, for retirement because then it might be able to help you. And having that might help you get a you know a little bit better with your portfolio in order to kind of shore up any shortfalls that you might have uh, in your future you know, budgeting needs. Right. And an easy way to calculate that, and I've done it for, for people in the office to say, okay, if we use 4% as a safe withdrawal rate, right, which we've kind of talked about on the show and blown that theory up, but let's just use it for sake of argument. If you take what your pension is supposed to be, okay, mm-hmm. let's say you go into the teaching profession and send, and you look at your, your, well, IPERS is the big one here, Iowa Public Employees Retirement System, where there's Des Moines teachers have one as well. So let's say it ends up being $2,000 a month or $24,000 a year at retirement, Mm -hmm. okay? Well, that actually is worth, or the person that's in the private sector that doesn't have a pension, 
they would have to save at 4%, they have to save $600,000 to replicate the same that that $2,000 a month pension will provide. Mm, yeah. So how long does that take to right. to save that, you know? And a lot of times the pension doesn't require you to um, withhold from your, maybe a small amount of your check, but vast of it is applied by your employer, which is the state. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So kind of see where we're going with this a little bit here. So let's move to doctors as a profession, right? So ten, obviously doctors have to do a lot of schooling. So they're smart folks, right? They tend to be uh, brilliant often. But we've also seen traditionally that folks like that tend to be a bit disorganized in other facets of their life because they are very organized in what they do. And money can certainly be one of those. Right. Right. And then they're they're compensated uh, very, very well. Right. Uh, they're clearly. on a higher upper spectrum. So they tend to take more risk, too, than maybe they need to, because if it blows up in their face, guess what? They they're still are making a lot of money. Checks are still coming in. Right. Yeah. They can still overcome some of those mistakes. But and also, yeah, you do have the you know, you hit the nail on the head. They are very, very smart people. So they think it translates to other just because I'm smart in one field doesn't mean I'm smart in another field. Yeah. Especially when and, you don't do it all the time. Right. Correct. Correct. So, yeah, the ones that we've worked with have come on board, just have a little humility that, hey, I'm, and also this is not something I want to do in retirement. You know, when I'm done, I don't want to be done, and I want somebody and that can handle this for me. And, well, yeah, you know, God, they work a ton of hours anyway. So, yeah. So, and what, yeah, when's the other time they're going to have to research these things, you know, and, and put things in place? So, yeah, it's, it's just having an honest conversation about what you want your retirement to be. If your retirement is sitting in front of a computer screen and trading all day, well, then have at it. But if yeah. your retirement is, I'm going to go, on cruises and go to Europe and all this kind of stuff, and I want somebody to handle the money for me, then that's uh, why you seek out a partner. Yeah, I mean, think about whatever industry that you're in, right? Like, no matter what it is, what you do, we tend to see the, the old cliche of the people don't want to do that when they get home, right? You know, so it's like if you're a mechanic, the last thing you want to do, the mechanic usually has a broken car in their yard somewhere because the last thing they want to do is fix it, right? Because they've spent all day doing that. Uh, you know, and with no matter what profession you're in, sometimes we just, it doesn't always translate to get other things done in our life that we need to. So, again, that's why other people have professions. Right. My mom was a hairdresser. I always needed a haircut. There you go. She didn't want to cut your hair no more. And <laughs> you wouldn't sit still, probably. Right. Uh, all right, engineers. Now, obviously, these folks tend to be very analytical, right? They, they want to break everything down. Uh, I talk to many advisors across the country, and they say they, you know, when they have their engineer clients coming in, they know they're looking for like all the nuance and the nitty gritty and the details of things uh, because they, you know, they want to understand how it kind of is uh, all built from the ground up, so to speak. Yeah. Um, don't tell me the time, show me how the watch works. Is the engineering. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, and they love spreadsheets and, you know, Excel is a great, um, a great tool. So they build these elaborate spreadsheets and, you know, I've had them come in and they say, if I just assume, you know, 7% rate of return, my plan looks fantastic. And I'm like, yeah, it does. Most plans work at 7%. Did you stress test it? Did you run it through a period of time like we had from 2000 to 2010? And to see if you have the money you have at risk and you're also taking money out of that, what that looks like. And they're like, uh, no, because their software is not as sophisticated as what we have. And so taking them through that. So I'm good at talking with engineers because I can get down to those uh, those levels. I don't have an engineering degree, but I'm able to take concepts and make them uh, easier to understand right, and back right. it up then with data. So, yeah, but um, a lot of times it's analysis paralysis. They're doing so much analysis that they fail to make a decision. Well, so, I, would, that, I would see that translating, too, when it comes to their finance, right? Because they're spending so much time doing analysis and, you know, whatnot at work that then they get to, you know, 
their finance and they're overthinking it. They're getting so much information in and it's like, well, now what do I do? Right. I'm stuck. Yeah. They're, they're way overthinking yeah, it. And, yeah. and, um, you know, if they, that's what, again, if that's their ideal retirement that they want to still, you know, be involved in looking at spreadsheets and sitting on the computer all day, then, then, okay, that, that's, that, that's fine. That's what right. you want, you know, but it's not what you want. Then that's where you seek out somebody that can fill that need for you yep. working with a financial professional. All right. Let's talk about entrepreneurs because clearly this is a different mindset as well. You're a, an entrepreneur and obviously people that go into business for themselves tend to have a high risk tolerance because they're taking a risk, right? Just opening a business is very risky. Uh, but a lot of times what we see in this particular field is they spend, you know, you put so much of everything back into it, not only your heart and your soul and whatever, but also your finance that you tend to neglect your future self. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely, they are they are risk takers and probably um, too much risk. Sometimes it's hard for them to turn it off because also they know that you know buying a piece of another company may not be as good as betting on myself and doing it my buying my own company, right? right? And they've if they're successful entrepreneurs, then they've gone from rags to riches, right? They've they've had to scrape and and save and put everything on the line, and now they're getting the rewards for it. Like, well, I can just do that again, so. Not to say they don't make uh, um, clients, um, because I think at some point they realize that, hey, why not have some income coming in from a piece of this, right? And then I can gamble with the rest. Mm -hmm. And so that's really the mind shift of a lot of people that come in is that they approach retirement one way, and then we show them these other ways to approach it. And they're like, wow, that makes a heck of a lot of sense, because I don't want to carry this level of risk that I've been carrying. But I don't know how much risk I need to take in order to make my plan work. I've just been, you know, keep on, you know, the more money, it money solves a lot of issues. So the more I have, the more issues I can address, as opposed to when we show them, it's like, okay, well, you don't have to take this level of risk with all of your money. You could actually go to some safer things that then can provide stability. And so when the markets do get unfavorable, you can still retire. You can still pull the trigger and walk out that door and go do what you want to do. Yeah. That gives them a nice safety feeling. So if you don't have that currently in your plan and you want that in your plan, then call us and go through the Retirement Ready Review and see how we can help you. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including
including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.